All right, mother bitches. It's another episode, Protein Bites Podcast. Now, I don't know whether or not to look like, do what other podcast people do and look like away, but like at you. So I want to do this for now. I feel like it looks weird, but I've got two monitors down here. It's a whole thing. Today, I wanted to talk about sticking to the plan, okay? And devising a good plan for yourself. Because I find a lot of people, one, have really shitty plans. Two, don't devise or don't stick to it. So the key for a good plan, I think, has a few key factors. Now, a good plan has to factor in how many days a week you can train versus how many you want to train, okay? A big thing with people who come to the gym are like, I want to train five days a week, but they feel like that's what you have to do in order to get a fit and healthy body, which is not the case. If you want to be strong, if you want to look good, three days is the minimum, in my opinion. You can get away with two as well, as long as they're hard days. But three days for me is the minimum, five days is the max. But you have to find out a way for you that like that really works because you're not going to you're not going to enjoy the process and you'll fall off the wagon if you don't factor in what you can do versus what you want to do. So for me, that looks like four days a week at the moment training. I was doing five days, but I was missing a beat. And now I'm doing four days. And I'm absolutely loving it because I'm ticking everything off versus last time when I would just get the fifth day and I'd, I'd sort of crawl through. I hated it. I really didn't enjoy that experience. Uh, so, so that was a big one for me as well. Um, yeah, I found that, I found that sort of stuff really difficult, but overcoming that, you just drop down and it's a bit of an ego check. You know, sometimes you've got to just sit there and be like, okay, I realistically can't do this. So you make the changes. Then I think there is the, like, I suppose like a social aspect. So you've got the aspect of like, can you actually physically do the days uh, regularly for the whole program? Otherwise, the program's useless, truly. Because somebody's done a five-day program and they've included the amount of sets and reps relative to the five-day period. You've done it in three days or do three days of a five-day program. The program's buckus, zero, nothing in it. So what I believe is that there's a social aspect as well. And so if you're someone with a really really rich social life and you go out a lot, this is going to impact, one, how well you stick to the plan, uh, two, uh, the likelihood that you reach the goal. All my clients that are more social and have problems saying no are the ones that struggle the most with weight loss. The ones that do the best, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to, are the ones that are able to say no. If you can say no to social events, friends inviting you out to places, etc., you'll be in a really good place. Because you're not going to get caught out trying to do something that somebody else wants you to do. Because they're trying to pull you into their, their vibe, right? So you've got to think of the social aspect. Then you've got to think about who you are. So we've got, what did we have? We had the is it actually possible aspect? 
Then we've got the, the social aspect. Then we've got the who you are aspect. Okay? And the who you are aspect is is speaks to speaks to your self-destructive behaviors more so than anything. I've got a client that listens to this podcast and me and her share a lot of similar, or I previously would share a lot of similar. Um, I walk that path, but she struggles with that stuff at the moment and it's a very self-sabotaging behavior. She's probably going to listen to this. If you're listening, you know who you are. But she struggles with this because Friday comes and she has found, she's found that like a couple of wines in and then it's everything goes when it comes to going out to a restaurant and, and everything else like that. There's no self-restraint. So all the hard work that you put in from Monday through Thursday just goes to waste simply because you didn't have the discipline and because uh, you also probably got overloaded by stress. And so what people would do is, it's like you get your weekend binge drinkers, right? I was the same many years ago, but probably more like with drugs and drinking. Uh, I'd work my tits off from Monday through to Friday and I really couldn't handle the workload or I was just very stressed and then I'd go and drink and party and whatever else. And so I learned my triggers through that. I learned that, oh fuck, okay, right. If I don't address the stress that I'm feeling Monday through to Thursday, it's too late to slow down that that momentum. Right? It's too late to take a back seat because you've already made your decision up on Wednesday, essentially, that your stress relieving behavior is going to be you're going to reduce your stress on Friday through food and alcohol. That's where a lot of people go wrong is that they tend to use food as an escape, an emotional escape, as opposed to sitting with those feelings of discomfort, sitting with those feelings of dissatisfaction for whatever reason, feeling, sitting with those feelings of overwhelm from perhaps a really hard week at work. And then they don't process those feelings and then they just drink and then they drink on Saturday and they drink on Sunday or they eat over on Saturday and Sunday and, or they keep busy on Saturday and Sunday so they don't have to think about their feelings and thoughts and then they're back into it on Monday. So it's just this like horrible little cycle. So in my humble opinion, you've got those three prongs and they're really important to understand because that's primarily where you're going to go the best on a plan or not is are you self-aware? Is it a good plan? And how likely are you to be swayed by external forces, friends, etc., invited out to social things? Me, I never get invited anywhere. It's great. Because <laughs> it allows me to stick to what I need to stick to. I don't, I love my life and I love people, but I, I, I work with people every day. So my social battery is done, pretty much. Unless you're like going to cuddle me and like whatever else, we're probably going to have sex. I don't really care. To be honest, unless it's like nice, calm, relaxing, intimate things, I'm out. You know, I don't want to talk about shit. I don't want to hang out. You know, it's not really, not really there for me. But everyone's different, and everyone's built their life differently. Now, what I really did was I really built out a life that was, for better or for worse, not antisocial, but like that, where I. Kept a really small circle of friends. I was sober for a really big period of time from probably 27 to 29, maybe 30, maybe, or 26 to 29. And 
and yeah, that meant people didn't invite me out places. It also meant I couldn't go places because I didn't want to drink, you know, and, and uh, all that sort of stuff. So I built my life around that. So I think if you're someone, someone like this and you're listening, I think it's really important to understand those three key aspects. What can you do? What amount of exercise can you do? That's realistic that you can nail week in, week out. What external factors come in and influence you? Social friends, family commitments, whatever. Because family commitments are a pretty big one, especially if you're WOG. Like a lot of people will get caught up on family duties. I looked after my granddad for like nine years, man, in a wheelchair. Well, not nine years, but, but close to. And then my grandma. Um, and so I've got that sense of duty as well. I understand what it's like. Um, but then also you've got the uh, yourself, you know, your self-destructive behaviors and what you're like under pressure or what you're like, you know, I, I just use the self-destructive stuff like the binge eating and the stress relieving stuff because that's um, the word pertinent pertinent to, to what I suppose I'm talking about. But everybody has their own self-destructive behaviors. Some people might be aggressive. Some people might be really antisocial. Some people might withdraw. They're sort of self-destructive behaviors as opposed to addressing what you're feeling and walking through those, those emotions, or walking with those emotions. So that's my take on developing a good plan for you. It's not necessarily bench press rows, like that stuff is just bottom of the barrel for me. It's all psychological. And this is what a lot of people don't respect. As I've got a background in psychology, uh, I factor that into a lot of my programs and, and how I approach people and, and, and interact with clients is the fact that most people need nurturing and they need to be shown that, hey, you're not doing X or Y and they need some sort of self, you're not doing X or Y and they need some sort of, not self-reflective, but what's the word I'm looking for? Self-awareness. They need some, some someone to bring to light in a nice way because if you tell somebody you're like, you're crazy or like what well, you're being crazy, they're gonna get defensive, right? But if you say, hey, this behavior is a bit abnormal for you or a bit out of character maybe. Things like that. People go, really? Or, you know, or normally that's not what people do. People go, what, really? So you've got to approach these things in a different way and I find that that's what I can do in coaching because people will do, uh, do behaviors that their friends will encourage, drinking, whatever, but their friends aren't trying to lose weight. Their friends aren't taking their life very seriously. They're very happy to, you know, binge eat, binge drink and abandon themselves through that. So I just wanted to sort of touch on that today. Very quick one. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, I will speak to you next week on the next podcast. But that is my take on developing programs that work for you and with you, not just, um, you know, biceps, triceps, chest and back, whatever, splits. Okay. Hope you guys are well. And uh, speak to you in the next one. Bye, bye, bye.